Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else we need to pray for? Mr. Yeah. Nita's back's doing better. <coughs> Mr. Nita's back's doing better, right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go to Lord in prayer. Anybody else? Any other prayer requests? Uh, <laughs> Darian, why don't you pray for us, Darian? Yeah. Amen. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2, and we're, we're going to look at... Middle of the chapter. The word study is found three times in the Bible. Ecclesiastes 12.12 12 says, And further by these my son be admonished of making many books there is no end, and much study is weariness of the flesh. I used to quote this for school. You know, I don't, I don't need to do all this crazy studying. But the word study there means intense mental application in the Old Testament. 1 Thessalonians 4.11 says, And that ye study... To be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. And that word there, study, means to labor or strive. And then in chapter 2 of 2 Timothy it says this, verse 14, Of these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit, but subverting of, of the hearers. Now, the, the, the context of the book, he's writing a letter to his preacher boy, Timothy. Okay. So that's, and so the main application is to a preacher, but the, but the secondary application, uh, without doing any damage to the word of God, is those who teach should take heed to what's said here. But it's, it's primarily to preachers, those who preach. And it says in verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That word study there means to endeavor, labor, diligently. To endeavor, labor, diligently. Now what does it mean to be, uh, what does this, this approved unto God mean? What does that mean? Why is it important to be approved unto God? 
what constitutes approval. What does God approve here? Why would I be ashamed? What would cause me to be ashamed? And those questions come up in this, in this verse. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now I want to share with you some thoughts tonight. I hear a lot of speakers and Christians speak scripture out of turn. And out of context in an ignorant, false way. It's happening a lot. I see this every day on social media, and, and, I, and, and I do not have time to confront everybody. Nor is it my responsibility. God never tells us, it doesn't tell us in his word, it never tells us as preachers or teachers to shoot from the hip when sharing the word of God. It does, preachers are not extemporaneous speakers. We're not giving speeches. Amen. Okay. What's dangerous is this, that Bible preachers and teachers of the past are moving away from the Bible. Men who preach the word of God have moved away in doctrine and they're in the interpretation. And Bible preachers and teachers of today are not preparing before they're opening their mouths or type their social media pages, and therefore they're becoming false teachers. We have an opportunity to get it right. We have it in black and white. It's right before us. And so it's important that we rightly divide the word. I have, I have no respect for anyone that disrespects the word of God or misrepresents it. Amen. I don't have any, I don't have any, or misapplies the scripture. And, and I, I, I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, I, I've, I mean, I'm talking about, I'm talking, and I rub shoulders with guys. And they say something and they look at me like, What's wrong? I guess my face is showing, and I said, well, you're wrong. I'm what the Bible's saying. And they start wagging their head, well, pray tell. Well, I said, okay, let's open the Bible. You know, you can, you can, you can come up with anything you want the Bible to say, if you want to. That's how cults are started. The Catholic Church runs on fumes called papal bull what the pope says what the what the priests say or is is what's law but the bible's secondary you meet a catholic that get, gets saved they'll tell you when i was in the catholic church they did not tell us to read the word of god they they did not tell us that and so yeah they, they they don't tell and so here what i'm saying to you and what i'm challenging you and I, we're recording this, right? I'm, I'm, I'm praying that our, our, our Master Club people see this and take time to get into the Word because I'm going to say some things that are very, very important. Don't speak the Word without studying it. 
Studying is hard work. It's labor intensive. Why do you think in Acts the, the, the disciples said, hey, we need some help here with this? These, these guys weren't being lazy. They said, we need somebody to help with the widows because we need to give ourselves to the word. Why did they need, not give, need to give themselves to the word? Because they didn't know it. And they needed to get from God what they needed to give to the people. Now, you put yourself in a preacher's shoes three times a week. He has to preach the word. That's a, that's a responsibility. On Monday, I had to preach a message. There were well, well over a 1,000 people in that auditorium. And I had to preach a, 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 a funeral message and give the gospel. And, and, and you don't know how many times you're going to you, do a funeral or do this or do that. And so, so it's important. It's important that we that we understand that that what we say about the Word of God, and when we share the Word of God, we need to be right, rightly dividing the Word of Truth. Now, it doesn't matter what some preacher says. It doesn't matter what some commentary says. It matters what the Bible says. And, and, and I hear it misapplied, mis, mis, and I've I, I got to tell you something. It, it's, not, it's not flashy. It's not flashy. All these, all these conferences and all these things that go on, you can go to a conference and somebody lifts something out, and if you really study what the context is saying, they're, they're, they're really not preaching the context. And they're preaching inaccurate. And it gets a lot of amens and people get all excited about it, but it's not approved by God. Right? Now, there'll come a day when Archie and Horatio are old enough to understand how to speak to each other. And you will say to Horatio, you go tell your brother Archie to come here and come right now. Now, if Horatio goes, hey, Archie, Dad wants to see you as soon as you're done, is that exactly what you said? No. And God has given us his word, and he doesn't expect us to change what he's saying. Amen. He doesn't. And, and let me just say, the word of God is exciting. It's it's exciting to study. Let me give you some things. Let me give you some things to write down. Let me let me let me give you some very simple things. Number one, the study. The study. It's labor. The Bible says a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. It's work. Now, let me give you three T's for the study. Number one, time. It takes time to study. It's not a microwave study, it's not a quick read study, it's not a cliff note study. Our our thoughts are not his thoughts, right? Our thought, thoughts are not his thoughts. So it takes time to study. It takes time, minutes and hours to study the Word of God and to understand it. There, there are... And you preacher, are you talking about methods? About no, I'm not. I'm just talking about if you're going to understand the Word of God, 
and you're going to share it with someone, you have to study. You do. And, and it, you, I think somebody says, well, you know, those, those preachers, I don't know, they just, got, they just got some kind of gift. They just, no, it's not. I mean, I've been sitting there 5 o'clock Sunday morning, I've got all this stuff I'm studying. I said, God, I need some way I can share this with these folks. I need something. He said, well, what, what do you do, Google it or get in a book? No, I just sit there. I'll doodle a little bit, I'll think a little bit, and all of a sudden, I'll look at the Scripture, and it's, God will say, there it is, it's been there all the time. You just had to look at it. And he'll give it to me. And, and, and it's, it's not anything special, but it takes time. It takes time. I've told you about the maple syrup when we, Mr. Getchell up in Massachusetts, when I lived as a kid, Williamstown, he'd take me up and I'd get maple tree sap all over my clothes and everything. My mom would get mad at me and had to, had the buckets and we'd bring back. And I, he had a half half of a 50-gallon drum on something, and, and he had a wood pile under it and heated it up. And I said, how many, how many bottles of maple syrup are we going to get out of this? He said, one. I said, when's it going to be ready? A couple days. This took time. It, when it was done, it was good. He gave me, he gave us a bottle of that, and the first snow we'd grab. We wouldn't get the first snow. We wait the second snow, and we get that snow and put it in a bowl and put that maple syrup on it, and it was like it was special. But it takes time. Anything, anything worth having, and worth doing takes time. But there's a process to you understanding stu- study, study, study the work. Uh, the Word of God. How many times have you passed a location and you saw something and you said, man, isn't that nice? Did they just put that up? And somebody said, no, that's been there forever. You know what happened? You didn't stop and study that place. Now, study takes time. Study occurs when we, when we speak or teach. It, it, it must, it, it, and, it, and it happens before. You don't get up and say, pray for me because I ain't prepared. Time. Let me give you something. Let me give you another T. Get, listen to me. Teachers. Teachers. Now, your main teacher as a Christian is the Holy Spirit. Amen. As a, as a preacher, it's the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and your relationship with the Holy Spirit must be a uh, 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 a close and, and 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 ongoing and warm and clear. Uh, the Holy Spirit can open your eyes, the eyes of your heart, your mind, and show you what you need to understand. Amen. Now, the other thing is, God works through other teachers, and, and we need to understand that. I I learn from everybody. A lot of people I learn how not to. How not to do things. And, and you know, there's a, how, a lot of how not to teachers. But I learn. I learn uh, things. I, you, I went to college. And, and if, you, if you ever go to college and take a, or if you've ever taken a, a how to study the Bible course and somebody really shares it with you, there are, there are all kinds of 
methods to help you to understand uh, uh, and the word studies and th all these different things, ways. Like, but 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 then you have folks that teach you and 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 listen. I preach I preach messages from people that taught me. Taught me. I learn from those folks. Now let me just say. You better make sure the folks you're learning from are from uh, are filled with the Holy Spirit and are led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so, uh, uh, teacher, uh, but 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 uh, so teachers. And then the the third T is tenaciousness. So why'd you put that in there, preacher? Well, because I need to have a heart's desire to work and study to know God's word. Not only time, not only teachers, but a tenaciousness. I need to be tenacious. I need to be, I need to be, I need to want to grab onto that. I need to have a heart's desire that I want to know. You see, the more I know the Word of God, the more I'll know about God. Amen. That's right. And the more I know about the Word of God, the more I can share it with someone. Amen. Now, it, it does, and, 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 and a lot of people say to me, say to me, well, you know, well, brother, brother, and I, I say, look, you study, and you'll you'll be able to do the same thing. It's not there's no it's not a rocket science thing. Amen. It's not now. God gives us a call and gives us an unction, gives us the Holy Spirit. But 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 listen, listen. It's important that we're tenacious about it. Have you ever had something that you just said, I'm not I'm not going to let go till I get this, huh? I'm not going to quit till I get this done. We need to be tenacious about the Word of God. We need to get in the Word of God and study it. So, so study, a labor, a workman. Number two, the approval. We need to seek God's approval in our teaching, in our preaching. Whose approval? God's. It's obvious that we should get God's approval. We, we don't need to get approval from the people. We don't need to get approval from other preachers. We need to get approval from God. Approval from God. I want you to notice this. This We say God's approval, but do we really mean it? Do we really want God's approval in our speaking, in our teaching? And that's important. Do we, do, do, is, is God pleased? With this preaching, is God pleased with this teaching? That's 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 serious. Are you with me? I just uh, I just had to go, and I got uh, I got access to the Coast Guard base, and I got access to the Treasury, and I got tr access to Fort Meade, and I got access to Army bases, and now I went through a thing to get access for the General Services Administration. Lord have mercy. You're talking about how many, how many blanks did I have to fill out? I mean, I, I had to put my resume on there. I had put, I mean, everything. People that I knew, people that knew me, how long, I, where I lived. United States wasn't good enough. And, 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 and the email came back. Disapproved. You left two documents off. So I uploaded those documents. An email came two days later. Approved. And uh, I mean, I I mean, I had to sit down. It took it. I tell you, and and I am I Frank. I hate to do those. I hate to sit there. 
and I have to go up and look up something. I have to go do this. And, this. and I mean, it takes time to get that approval. Now, once I, now having that badge gets me access to places that I need to go to do work. Now, it, it takes time to do that and to get that approval. Let me just tell you something. You just can't, you just can't, you just can't wing it. You, we don't, this is not something you wing when you share it. You understand that? That's another message. God's approval. God's approval. Let me move on with what I... Are you with me tonight? Are, are, you, are you all... Are we, are we understanding? Amen. Yes, sir. Okay. Just shake your head and rattle, rattle, or do something. Let me know. And uh, how, does, how do we know God approves? Okay. Why do we want God's approval? Because, because approved study produces... Approved preaching and teaching. Amen. Listen, it's, it says study to show thyself approved. In, in, in other words, in other words, we, uh, in other words, we are. Uh, what's happening here is 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 bef- this is not talking about the preaching. This is talking about the study. In other in other in other words, get this, get this, get this. Before I ever preach, I should study to the point that I feel God knows I'm ready. Darian, you ever lost a match? Uh, probably, probably once. Once what? Okay, there, there it is. You hear what he said? He didn't prepare. He didn't prepare for it. He started blaming other people, but it was it's true. It's, but but it's but it's his fault. He should have found somebody else out in the street to beat up. But 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 here's here here's here's what happens is you fail because you're not prepared. You say, well, preacher, that that must have been a great message. People were amen, and people came down the aisle. That's 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 not the that's not. God's approval. That's the results. God's approval is way before that. Okay. By the way, by the way, if we talk, if we if we uh, uh, gauge our success by the amens and the altar call, we're in deep trouble because people don't come forward. People stop coming forward, bowing the knee and humble themselves. They don't do that. People don't do that. Uh, I was up at I was up at. Uh, Vision Baptist College up there, Brother Clark's, and uh, I preached. First time I preached there, I bowed my head and prayed, and I was getting ready to have the invitation, and every seat was empty, and everybody, all the kids were around the altar praying. I mean, just just soft-hearted young people going to college wanting God to really just change them, not just through academics, but through preaching. Now, that didn't mean God approved it. I mean, that was there, that was on them. The study and the preaching was on me. And so, uh, God's approval. Well, here, let me let me just say let me just say something. Look at look at verses sixteen, and I, I think a, a lot of times we leave these verses out. 
Look what it says. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more what? Ungodliness. It says shun babblings. You know, we don't need to talk about the people downtown, and we don't need to talk about the people in Hollywood. We, don't need, to, we need to give the word of God out. Amen? Uh, we don't, when, when you go to get a prescription, when, they, when you go get a prescription at the, at, the, at, the, at, at, at the pharmacy, they don't give you a bottle of disease, do they? They're giving you a bottle of cure. You understand? You understand what I'm... The, 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 the thing is, we, 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 we get... Something that's going to heal us. We get something that's going to be good for us. You understand? So why, 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 why give them a word? Are you, are you, now we, do, we use some illustrations of people in the world and different things like that, but why sit there and harp on stuff that is, that is, that is just, I mean, listen, most people come into church, they've been listening to the stinking news, the radio, you know, they, they don't need to hear that. They need to hear the Word of God. They need to hear the Word of God. They don't need those, those vain babblings. And it says to shun. He's talking very, and, and these teachers, by the way, these kind of teachers come to their own logical conclusions. The Bible has its own conclusion. I'll give you one. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Period. That's a conclusion. These teachers have thrown out all the checks and authority of their conscience. Their success, their success is temporary, but their damage is lasting. Look what it says. Look what it says there in verse 17. And their word will eat as doth a canker. You know what that word canker means? An ulcer or gangrene. You all know anything about gangrene? It's not gang, G-R-E-E-N. It's G-R-E-N-E. It, it, it just, it's, it, you get gangrene, you're in trouble. It eats you. It's describing their words as gangrene. That's not God's word. Who can, and it says, of whom Hymenius and Philetus, these two guys, these two fellows were, they were heretics. They were blasphemers. Who concerning the truth have what? Erred. What's it mean? What's it mean in concerning the truth? They have erred. What's that mean? What's it mean about the truth? They, 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 went, they didn't give the truth. How much of an off from the truth does an error have to be? It just, just a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what this is? This is my heart. This is the heart of Pat Creed Jr. as a preacher. That you don't you don't mess with the truth. We're not we're not to try to improve on it or adjust it or shine it up. God's got that. This is the word of truth. We don't we don't have to help it out. And, and notice 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 again what these verses say. It says. Uh, 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 Saying that the resurrection is past already. Now that's dumb. 
And 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 look at look at look at what this phrase says, and overthrow the faith of some. You imagine that? Notice what verse no no notice what verse 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And this this whole chapter is 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 wrapped up around these verses, but but I want you to notice, listen. They, 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 when, when, when do we seek God's approval? All times. What kind of approval? What is, what is the approval? What gives us the approval? Well, we don't need to be ignorant in our, in our preaching and teaching. We don't need to be negligent in our preaching and teaching. We don't need to be unskilled. Let me say, let me say a little bit there about, about, about that, uh, being skilled. Listen, listen, doesn't mean, doesn't mean, doesn't mean we're funny or tell good jokes or we, but but we need to we need to hone our preaching skills. You understand, and, and uh, our teaching skills. Not ashamed, not ashamed. Now let me give you a, number three. Number three. I don't know about you. I'm I'm enjoying this. Number three. Rightly. The rightly, the study, the approval, and the rightly. Now that kind of doesn't make any sense to anybody but me. But I put it down there. Our main weapon, listen to this, our main weapon, our main weapon is the Word of God. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. I'd be ashamed if I stand in this pulpit and I'm preaching something that is not the truth or approved by God. Erring from the truth. Our main weapon is the divine word of God. Our handling of the word of God must be three things. Must not be misinterpreted. How many of you ever heard somebody say, well, that's your interpretation? Let me give you a rule. There's one interpretation, many applications. You have to be careful with your application, but there's only one interpretation. Literal interpretation, God says it. And that settles it. Number two, our handling of the word of God must not be misspoken. Misspoken. You ever heard somebody say, I need to apologize, I misspoke. We don't need to misspeak the word of God. And, and, And number three, it must not be misapplied. Must not be misapplied. Now, our handling of the Word of God is important. Our handling of the Word of God must give it, listen, its due authority. The authority in preaching is not the preacher, it's the Word. Now, a lot of people come to hear a preacher because he's popular or because he has a big church or he's done this or he's done that. God bless him. But the authority is not all that. The authority is this. And I've heard fellows that have huge ministries get up and they preach, preach stuff. And I, I mean, they act like they're God. And they're not. The 
Our dividing of the scripture, it says rightly dividing, must be right as an engineer would build a highway so that the hearers could completely understand what God wants of them. You got God's, do you realize this is an engineered book? God revealed it. He inspired it. He's preserved it. It's incredible. It's incredible. But we must understand that there's going to be study. God must approve it, and we must rightly divide it. Now, here's the conclusion. Let me give you three, three things. Number one, right handling. We must handle it right. Number two, right cutting. The Holy Spirit must be free to use the sword of the Spirit to, to pierce the hearts of the hearer. It's not, our, it's not our responsibility to be the Holy Spirit. Amen. And right dissecting. You say, what's dissecting? Has, it's the same thought of di uh, dividing, but it says, it's talking about the speaker must speak with clearness, with distinction, and with discrimination. Discrimination meaning discernment or insight or judgment. God gives his word clear. We must not fog it up. We, we must not confuse it. That's why when I hear somebody preach a message about some doctrine and it's not clear and simple I learn as much as I can but I don't copy it I hear preachers I hear preachers take the gospel and confuse people about the gospel The gospel is simple. Amen. The death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we must, we must be those who study the word so we can rightly divide. Amen? Amen? Father, thank you for the time you've given us and we pray that you'd bless as we pray for a few moments at the end and do business with you. With heads bowed and eyes closed, we're just going to pray. God spoke to your heart and challenge you to study. And you say, Preacher, I don't, I don't have any understanding of, of, of some study. I'd like, listen, all you have to do is get with me. I'll share some things with you that I've learned. And I've learned from many people. God sent my way just to help me. We want to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen? Amen. God bless you. If you have any offering, stop by and see Mr. T, Mr. H, Mr. T, Treasurer, Mr. H, Hatcher. Frankie, Frank, how you doing, man?
Feel like the guy that got run over by the 18 wheeler tarred? But you got prepared for the next one, didn't you? Yes, sir. Amen. But I have a question about the studies that we have to make, right? You said that, you know, you shouldn't base how good the sermon is on, you know, people saying amen and the results of the altar. How do you know when God approves the message before you preach? Is it something that you feel like, oh, man, that was a blessing? Or no, no, no. The Holy Spirit... The Holy Spirit settles in your heart that you're right in what you're saying because you've compared Scripture with Scripture. You see, the approval the approval is all before. What God does with my preaching is up to Him. You study the Word and you look at that verse and you compare it. And you look at the context. You see what I'm saying? You compare it with other scripture. I'm not talking about looking at commentaries. I'm talking about you You study it. You study it out for yourself. And, and, and you know. You know what it means. And you can, sh you can share it. I preached a message one time to a church from John 3.16. Point number one, for God. Amen. Point number two, so loved. Point number three, the world. Point number four, that he gave. I, I went just, and he said, what, well, I, I, I had looked at John 3.16, memorized it as a kid to get candy from my dad, and, and I quoted it, and I quoted and quoted, but I had never preached it. And it's one of the most difficult messages I ever preached. But I, but I, but I had to, I studied it. You, you, <laughs> there is a freedom, there is a freedom in studying the Word of God for yourself and being right. Because when you put it out there, it, it's like, it's like if, if Frank asked me, for some counsel on something, and I just gave him some counsel. Well, I better be right on the counsel. Because if he follows it, God's going to hold me responsible too. See? Somebody asked my dad to preach on how to raise young men for the ministry or raise money. And he says, I can't preach that. I had nothing to do with that. He said, I muddled through trying to raise my kids. I'd made so many mistakes. I mean, he just, he just, you know, he's, he just, he's just real about it. Just, you know, what are you, you, you going to say? How to do this? This is how I did that? I mean, every family and every situation is different. Yeah. But uh, to b go back to your, your answer your question, 
there's there's some things there's some things in life you know and you don't have to you don't there's no question to that now when you when it comes to the holy spirit when it comes to the bible you and the holy spirit and your study laboring in scripture brings you to that point that you know what it says Oh, yeah. Shoot from the hip. Way back. I don't do it anymore. No. This. I first started preaching, man. I, I was a mess. That's why when I teach these preachers at this college, man, I'm really. I stay on it. No. No. That's a good application. But he but but it's just it's uh you know and 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 and, and you're going to you're going to face some people that that say, "Well, you know God picks and chooses who he saves." Well, the Bible doesn't teach that. There you get some people. You get people. You got people today. You got people downtown. They're saying, "Well, you know, the Bible teaches that homosexuals okay. Homosexuality is okay. It's not. They teach that abortion is okay. It's not. Amen. Okay, but they're twisting it. You understand what I'm saying? And they don't make any bones about it. But that's not what it says. That's not what the Bible says." And they have no, they, and here's the thing, to take an unregenerate person and try to get them to understand it, they can't. Natural man receives not the things Spirit of God. Yeah, they're spiritually discerned. There was one guy, you mentioned like the context. She's just leaving, look, she's just leaving out. There was, there was one guy, and he, he really, you know, like, like you said, that's why it's important to disciple. He really got... Uh huh. Um, how, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? But basically, he, I was trying to tell him, he just, he just blew me off. Like I said, the context of it during that, that, that history period, the Jews were like, you know what? I got saved. I don't follow Judaism. And I'm getting persecuted. The, 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 Romans, the Romans don't mess with the guys doing Judaism. And, and the Gentiles are not getting messed with. But as soon as I become a Christian, they're messing with and a lot of them said, forget this. And they're trying to, like, hide and go back to Judaism. And Paul was trying to tell them, look, you know, don't neglect your salvation. That's, you know, you're saved. We just have to put up with it. And that's what I tried to tell them. That was the historical background of Hebrews. Eight man, he just blew me off, blew my dad off. He said, no, you can lose yourself. 